Fistful of Sensu Beans is back. Episode 13. As always, we're coming to you from beautiful West, downtown West City. <laughs> Nixon, yeah. say hi. Hello. Did you enjoy the one week break? No, I watched all the webisodes last week. Oh, wow. Katie? Hello. Did you enjoy your one week break? I did. A, a vacation from the podcast. What'd you do? Uh, well, nothing, honestly. <laughs> Peter? Yeah, it was a good time. What'd you do? Uh, saw some sights, played some games, <laughs> skipped some rocks. <laughs> Alright, well, we watched episode 49 to 52. Uh, what'd you think, Nixon, of these four? Uh, I liked them. And then they wore on me. <laughs> what you mean, over time? Yeah, it's like it, I was done. I've done at a certain point. Like, just Would you watch them all in a row? Uh, no, I watched them two days in a row. <laughs> wow, you, you didn't like them, it sounds like, then. They were okay. Katie, what did you think of these four? I liked them. I can't remember... How I liked them compared to the ones we watched two weeks ago. don't remember those ones well enough, but I liked these ones, so I'll, I'll say about the same as last time. Petite Pete, what'd you think? Uh, they're pretty good. That's it? Yeah, I don't know. They're. I like the Master Roshi stuff That's that's in this first one. And then Nixon is kind of right. It after a while, it's like, okay, how how much longer are we going to be doing this? <laughs> just before we get to it, you talking about just the, like one character. Well, I'm just talking about this whole like scenario. Well, I gotta tell the you, heroes find themselves in. We got probably like four or five, six more episodes. Yeah. Um, we'll start off. We'll just go down the line here. Episode 49, titled Roshi's Surprise. Air in Japan, February 4th, 1987. Aired in the U.S. March 11th, 2002. Uh, the episode begins with the Red Ribbon Army still following Goku, Bulma, and Krillin. They're in their sub. Uh, General Blue orders his men to ram Bulma's sub into the cave walls. Uh, that doesn't seem like a good idea. Nixon, is that a good idea? Uh, if you belong to... Al-Qaeda. What? Why Why does that factor in? Because they always suicide bomb everything. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. I just feel like you're put, if you risk a cave like collapse, then you're stuck in there too. Yeah, it's a bad idea. It's like a one-way trip. So they cut to Commander Red, who's being informed by his second-in-command guy about the situation. And Red is obsessed that uh, he's, his like, State of the line, like army, like top army is losing to a child. Uh, when I cut to Roshi just enjoying the day. Katie, he's upset that he can't get his pervy ideas to work with that shrinking watch. <sighs> yeah, not surprising. Of course, they had to go back to it. And uh, we see him run a bath, and he's daydreaming about seeing Launch naked. So then he goes like to Launch, he's cooking, and he's like, "Hey, you should take a bath." But and she's like. No, it's like I gotta cook, and he's like, "No, I insist." And then, like during the struggle, he accidentally like 
spills some like spice, which is like in the air and causes her to sneeze, Katie. So <laughs> the most like... annoying character, of course, comes back. I hate her blonde alter ego. It's so over the top. The accent is terrible. It's just, it's so annoying. I really hate it. This is the nicest we've seen blonde launch, Nixon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's starting to mellow out a little bit. Yeah, and she's like, hey, who are you? Every time I like turn into this form, i like with you, so it must be I'm staying around you a lot. And he's, she's like, we're roommates. <laughs> and uh, she doesn't believe him. And then he's like, you enjoy walks on the ocean? And I give you massage. Massage. Uh, <laughs> massages. And uh, she questions why she would allow that. And she eventually is like, well, she's like, I am feeling stiff. She's like, so it's like, uh, you're going to have to give me a shoulder massage. And Nixon, he immediately tries to massage her tits. Yeah. That's what he goes for, Katie. He, like, massages her shoulder for a second, and then's like, well, gotta do the front now. <laughs> Who gets a front massage? Why did she even, like, sit there for a second for that? Mm, well, so, I figured something of, like, funnier would have happened in the Japanese version, so I watched that part. And it's the same thing. She, like, questions who he is, and then he brings up the same like stuff, and then he tells her that she gave him millet dump dumplings, and then she's like, "Well, if I gave you dumplings, you must be my friend." And then she requests a shoulder massage again. It, it wasn't as spicy as I thought it was going to be. Uh, so she responds to the tip massage by taking out the Uzi, Peter, just shooting at him. Yeah, that she does. Yeah. Uh, we see the Red Ribbon Army. They're approaching Roshi's Island. Nixon, who does this commander look like that's leading this squad? Uh, he looks like a fat Hitler, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's fat and he has a Hitler mustache. <laughs> and yeah. uh, he's talking, he's like radioing with his uh, fellow, like they're all in jets and he's like talking to him. He's like, come on, he's like, let's get this done fast because it's hoagie night and I don't want to miss that. He wants his hoagie, Peter. Yeah. So, Launch is just sitting at the TV watching action movies while Roshi's preparing her food. And he brings her some sort of soup. And she doesn't like it, Katie, at all. Which I thought it was going to be something to make her have to go poop and then he's going to put it on her there. But it didn't go there. Oh like, why else? She didn't like the soup. And she got real mad. I was like, well, did he put something in it? And then, no. He just was a bad cook, He's, I guess. He put his special Roshi. Oh, God. That's gross. <laughs> it's like when I try to cook and Katie complains. She's like, this is just really bad. I can't eat it. I have to so throw it away. We got to tell what happened last weekend. Katie, tell about Nixon's burrito. I mean... Talk about that. <laughs> he just... He just doesn't know what he's doing. I'll just leave it at that. And and that's okay. I mean, you know, not everyone can be good at everything. Did you like the burrito he prepared? I had to throw it away. But, you know, <laughs> he did his best. And that's what matters. I appreciated the effort. No, you I don't think you did because I remember you yelling at him. I didn't yeah. yell at him. You immediately were like, 
This is really gross. <laughs> You're making me look bad. I was not mean. Well, maybe you looked bad. You, if I remember right, you were trying to order other food because that was ruined. <laughs> he's just not a chef. Hmm. Yeah, he's not a lot of things. <laughs> so yeah, she is upset like Katie was with that burrito. And she's like, I'm going to shoot you. Because you made some shitty food, and I think you're trying to poison me. And who comes in in clutch here, Peter? Who comes Turn. in and saves... Yeah! What's he do? What does he have a... Uh... He has like a palm tree leaf. And oh, yeah, he makes her sneeze. Yeah, he's like tickling her nose from the window, and he makes her sneeze. Turtle's was a... pretty, cl- pretty clutch. Yeah, that was a clutch move. Um, So, she's back to her blue-haired self. And Roshi, like, notices now that there's the army heading towards his island. And Turtle's like, are we expecting visitors? And they all land their planes in the water, and they surround Roshi's house. And the commander orders his men to check the house, which they just all run in there with guns. Uh, Roshi questions who they are. He's like, hey, who are you guys? Like, I pay my taxes. He's like, he's getting in trouble with the government. It's the IRS. (laughs) Yeah. So, an army commander that looks like Hitler calls Roshi a doctor, because they don't think he's a doctor, and this confuses him, and uh, the Red Ribbon Army comes out with launch at gunpoint. Uh, Roshi tells them that the Red Ribbon Army, he's like, I've heard of you guys, you guys have all sorts of nicknames, like, he's like, you guys are called the Jerk Patrol, the Dirt Bags, the Red Ribbon <laughs> Slime Balls, <laughs> and, yeah, uh, yeah, he's roasting pretty good, and Roshi, like, points out that they have him out-armed. And for some reason, Nixon, the Hitler guy, has a whip. Yeah, I know. It's weird. <laughs> and he goes, uh, Roshi implies that that whip must come in handy during the training days of the army. And the commander, like, gets all fed up, and he's like, he's like, oh, give me the dragon balls. And he, like, whips, tries to whip Roshi, but he misses and hits the turtle shell. And Katie... Roshi comes back. I know that's not when he comes back. He still he's like tells him he doesn't have the Dragon Balls, but then launches like Goku left him. But then Roshi says, Peter, in the best roast of all, he says, "I understand why you must want them." He's like, "You, you he's toxic Vader." He's like, "You are lacking in the ball department." <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good one. Uh, Nixon, is this army guy hit Roshi with any of those whip attacks? No, and Roshi just, like, laughs at him the entire time. Yeah, he's just dodging. What happens to these guys? They get the shit beat out of him. Yeah, they think he can't even walk out his cane, and then he just proceeds to beat the fuck out of him. And one point, uh, Katie, he just catches all the bullets that are shot out of him, shot yeah. at him out of a gun. Um, Soldier puts a gun to launch his head, but Turtle... Makes her sneeze once again with that leaf. So Blonde Launch just turns around and knocks him out with the uppercut. And she goes over there and she's just kicking this dude repeatedly, Nixon. And Roshi's like, Roshi's freaking out. He's like, she's going to kill him on my property. He's like, well, he's like, I'm going to have to like, he's like, I got to calm her down. So he just like takes her in the house to calm her down. Just push him. You could probably have Turtle like hide the bodies out in the ocean. Oh, for sure. Or he could just like Kamea him to like dust that's dark what we've seen it happen 
Yeah. <laughs> well, not yet, but we know it can I'll happen. I'll up over there, and I'll hit it with a Kamea, <laughs> and then no one will No trace. Um, there's one soldier left, Katie, and he's like, hey, you want to join your friends? Roshi says that, and the guy's like, no. He's like, I'm like an intern or whatever, and he just runs away. <laughs> uh, we cut back to Goku in the sub with Krillin and Bulma, and they're still getting chased and pushed into the cave wall. Uh, they hit the wall, and it causes a giant rock to fall down, which misses Goku's sub and hits General Blue's sub. Um, they finally surface, and they're in this, like, giant... What would you call this, Nixon? Like a... It's like a cove inside a cave, but it's also like a base. There's like a three-story building in there. Uh, I don't, I don't know what know you would call this. cave terminology. It's just the fucking build. It's like a building is inside of a cave they burrowed out a cave there's an underground lair inside the cave yeah so general blue as they're like trying to follow goku and them he gets word that his squad got beaten he's like all of them and he's like wow he's like we underestimated these guys so then he's like well we're gonna like just observe them some more so he like stays back uh krillin and bulma take off running and they bring Goku with them, but Goku's like, I don't, why are we running? He's like, I want to go back and talk it out. So I thought, why would Goku want to talk it out, Nixon? I thought he said he wanted to fight him. No, he says he wa- He goes, I want to talk it out. He's never done that before. Oh. So, um, Goku is like, fuck this, I'm going back. So he turns around. Right when he does that, uh, like right when he goes back to confront them, we see Blue, like, Telling his men to retreat for now. And Goku, Bulma, and Krillin manage to like turn on some like I don't know, like automatic lights inside this cave. So we see that someone's been in here, of course. Like they've just burrowed out this whole cave. <clears throat> and uh Bulma and Blue, like Blue's doing reconnaissance and they're just like, I wonder who built this base. Uh Goku scares Bulma here, Peter. Yeah. He wears a human skull he found. Yeah. Katie, you find a giant human skull on the ground. Do you put it on your head? Uh, no. Also, Why? how did he fit his head into another person's skull? Yeah. This guy, this skeleton must have a huge head. <laughs> a huge head. That's the, that was a pirate head, name. Because Goku's head's huge, too. Uh, so, yeah, he's wearing a, like a skull, and he scares him. And it turns out it was the skull Nixon of the pirate... That left behind the sunken treasure, so they know they're on the right track. And he also had, like, an Uzi. Yeah, he had guns. This We learned, like, in later episodes, these are some, like, high-tech pirates, Pete. Yeah. Um, Bulma, like, seems super excited about the treasure, and once again, why? She's already fucking rich. Because they said it's romantic. But she's, like... Even, like, running around with Krillin, like, doing... She's doing that scene from Thunder in Paradise last night, Peter, where her and Krillin are holding hands, running in circles, and she's like, we're gonna be rich! And, like, you already yeah. are rich! Yeah. It's felt like a Goonies reference. Yeah. Uh, so, one of Blue's men, who's, like, tailing them, overhears their conversation, and he tells Blue about the pirate treasure, and Blue's, like, super overjoyed, and he's like, Red will be pleased with me. And the episode ends with Goku, Krillin, and Bulma dancing in joy because they just discovered the pirate treasure, like, cave. And I like literally just Blue da- sends that one guy to, like, 
go to check do, things out. To do recall? He's like, go up there. Because they, they heard like a scary noise or something. And he's like, uh, he's like you're going to go check it out. Yeah. That's the end of the first episode. This was my least favorite of the four, I think, this week. Did you like this one, Peter? Uh, it was a, I like the Roshi stuff always, but yeah, it was pretty... It was pretty boring. The uh, Hitler guy's name was Captain Dark. Captain to like Dark. Captain Dark, which fits in with the red and the blue and everything else. How? That's not a color. It's a shade. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's yeah. Really I mean, it's close. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. We already know Hitler exists in this universe, Peter, later. So, that, so this guy must have been some kind of like Hitler-like admirer. Yeah. You know that mustache was popular before Hitler started using it, right? Yeah, but they're in a fucking Nazi army. Uh, Nixon, what'd you think of these four? Or this one? Uh, I like this one more than one of the other ones coming up, so I thought it was alright. Katie? This one was probably my least favorite. It wasn't bad, I just, you know, I mean, I liked the part where Roshi was actually fighting all the guys and, like, kicked their ass or whatever. But a lot of the parts with just Roshi and Launch were annoying to me. Like, the joke, I get it, he's a pervy old man, whatever, but the joke gets really, really old when they just repeat it over and over and over and over. And I really think that they've already, like, the the miniature device thing has has outlived its funny. I mean, it's they really need to just get a new joke at this point, I think. The joke never ends, Katie. And that, I mean, every time you see Roshi, he's going to do something pervy, Katie, Katie, for the rest of the series. Oh. It never stops. <laughs> uh, so let's move on to episode 50, titled The Trap is Sprung, here in Japan, February 11th, 1987, aired in America, March 12th, 2002. Like previous episodes, the episode begins with Krillin, Bulma, and Goku walking down this tunnel. They're trying to, like, find out where... This pirate treasure is. Uh, we cut to Commander Red here, Nixon. Mm-hmm. And he's getting a portrait painted of him. Yep. And the painter happens to be a goat man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, like, during while he's painting, like, the dude, uh, Commander Red keeps moving, and the goat man's like, hey, can you please not move? And uh, <laughs> one of. Uh, one of the lower, like, Red Ribbon Army guys comes in and to tell Red of what's happening with General Blue. And he's like, oh, he's like, great. He's like, Blue had been fucking up a lot before now. It's like, so this was his last chance that I like, get on my good side. Uh, we see, Katie, that Red is extremely short. <laughs> he is, like, three feet tall. He's almost as tall as Peter. Wow. He's calling you three feet tall, Peter. Yeah, that was a, that was a low jab. Was it a low jab? Or so, would it have been a high jab for your height? <laughs> so, uh, the the painter's like, oh, I think I'm done, Katie. And he goes up to show it to him, and he's like fucking like six foot five in the painting. He's like, <laughs> sitting on his throne, and like his right hand man is like like his height. Have, then, we, uh, have we said his right hand man's name? No. His name is Officer Black. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so, 
Officer Black, as Peter likes to call him. Uh, That's his name. <laughs> I know, but I was not saying it for a reason. Uh, Officer Black comes up to look at the painting, too. And Officer Black looks like he's seven feet tall. And Red gets super pissed off. He's like, I told you never stand next to me. Because you might make me look even shorter. And then that's the end of that joke. Nixon. Uh, Red also, Red in the painting, his hair is white. Which mm-hmm. I thought was kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it is white. Maybe he just didn't paint that part yet, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> so, we cut back to uh, Krillin. And he's, like, really excited. And they, like, get to this hallway with a bunch of holes in it. And Krillin's like, fuck this, I'll go first. And he just goes ahead, Nixon, but a spear shoots out of one of these holes. And almost hits him. Just like the Goonies. Yeah, and Bulma wonders, she's like, how are we going to get through? And Goku's like, that's easy. And he just jumps. And he makes it. And Bulma's like, holy shit, that was, like, 50 feet. <laughs> Goku just jumped 50 feet, Nixon. Yeah. Well, they... They were fight. He jumps higher than that. I mean, he yeah. jumped that lengthwise, but he jumped like how many f- hundreds of feet into the air when he fought Nam in he the jumped real high. Term? He was in the yeah. clouds. Yeah. So <laughs> when Goku's over there, the other two are on the other side, and Krillin's like, "Well, shit!" He's like, "I'm, I'm like Goku. I can do that jump." So he does, and he has it, Katie. But he jumps too high, which makes him hit his head on the ceiling, and he falls short and almost gets impaled once again. <laughs> Uh, Bulma's on the other side and Goku's like just jump Bulma and she's like I can't Uh, so we cut away before we see how Bulma gets over and Blue is still following the others with his men but they're like staying behind and his man his man feeder they sent to do recon comes back and is like hey they don't have any weapons and uh, we see we cut back to see how Bulma's getting across Katie and how is that uh, she's hanging on upside down to Goku's uh, power pole. Mm-hmm. And what doesn't make a lot of sense is like she's hanging on right at the end of it. And then he's just like really slowly making it come back to him. So she like mm-hmm. hovers over it. But she's hanging on way at the end. So she definitely would have like made it touch the Damn. floor. You know, I mean, yeah. he should have she's extended it way past her and then it probably would have been fine, but I don't know. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So that's how she gets across this power pole. Um, Blue finally orders his men to attack Peter. And he's like, just go. Go get him and kill him. And he stays behind. So they take off running. Like, they're ready, Nixon. They're going to murder these three. Yep. But then all of a sudden, he just hears all of his men screaming. This is really dark. It's probably the darkest we've seen in Dragon Ball so far. So once he hears his men screaming, Nixon, he runs to investigate. What does he see when he gets to the end of the hall? He can't believe his eyes. They're all impaled. Every yeah, single one of them's got a spike through their head. They're all speared to death. One of them is alive somehow. And yeah. he dies. He falls over dead. He raises up and he has a spear in his forehead. <laughs> and what? Did, I don't remember what he says. I think he just... He says, he like, I guess we're stuck or something. Yeah. So he That's dies. That's how you want to go. Like, your last words is going to be a pun. <laughs> so, yeah. So Blue is like, well, fuck. He's like, there's got to be some other way. He's like, the pirates had to get to this somehow. So he, like, begins to investigate. And very quickly, 
finds like this like trap button, Peter. Yeah, it's like he knew what he was looking for there. Yeah, so it opens up like another passage that bypasses this whole trap, and he goes in it. And we cut back to Goku and the others. They reach like a part of the hallway that's pitch black. Nixon, there's no longer any lights. And they just find a bunch of skulls with glowing eyes. They're like, well, look at that shit. There's a bunch of skull glowing eyes. And then the fall falls out under them. Goku manages to grab the ledge before they all fall. And Bulma grabs Goku. Krillin grabs Bulma, so they're in a big chain here. Um, Underneath them, Katie, is just a pit of lava. (laughs) Of course. And Krillin, Katie, is hanging on to Bulma's shorts. Well, I mean, what else is he going to hold on to? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that causes them to fall down a little bit, and he's looking at her panties, which makes her not too happy, Peter. No, she's being a bitch again. Yeah, she's real bitchy here, Katie. <laughs> I he's mean... Not tr- he's not trying to look at first. Yeah, no, I, I I, really... I get tired of this bit, but I don't think anybody would risk murdering their friend just because they were holding on to them for dear life and your pants started coming down. So Who cares like, about pants at this point? So she's is she wearing like heart panties? Like there's a bunch of I think they were strawberries. Yeah. I think they were blue and had red strawberries, which I I will come back to that later. Why? So Because it's important wearing, to note. She's not wearing them later. <laughs> so she uh She's like, don't look. She's like, cover both your eyes with your hands. He's like, if he does that, Katie, he's falling into lava. <laughs> and then she begins just to fucking kick him over and over again in the face. And I went back and looked in the Japanese version, but it was more or less the same dialogue. I was hoping for something else. Uh, the rock Goku's holding on to gives out under all three of their weights. Um, during the fall, Katie... Krillin pulls Bulma's panties basically all the way off, or her pa- shorts almost all the way off. So now she's just, like, her panties are all exposed. And Goku uses his power pole to save them. He, like, sticks it into the lava and makes it extend. But the three of them, their weight, Peter, causes the power pole to bend. Yeah. And it bends just enough for, like, one lava bubble to pop on Bulma's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Which, and then they get, like, ricocheted back to the to the uh, above the trap katie what do you think of the bubble uh i think it was stupid i think it would have obviously her just being that close would have like melted all her flesh yeah. and definitely burned through her panties but yeah. you know well, whatever cool we, she's find okay. out, we found out the pole is indestructible yet we, they never explain where he got it can bend yep. so it doesn't mean it's indestructible just because it bends not I even lava's melts right, the stick. Yeah, but it doesn't break either. Like a regular, it does, it would have like snapped in half of a stick. But so we come back to Blue, Katie, and what is hap- What happens to him? He's like walking through like knee high water. Oh yeah, he he gets electrocuted, and does he reach in right in that moment, or does it cut away from him? He gets electrocuted for a while. It like it comes out. Like he gets electrocuted, then it like. We see what's doing it. It's this giant fucking eel. Yeah, and then he, like, chokes it out. Like, he's being yeah. <laughs> horribly electrocuted. And then he, he just puts his, his fists, like, close to, closes it around its neck. Keeps getting electrocuted, but now, for some reason, he's... I don't know, he doesn't mind. And then he it. just he just chokes it to death right there. 
he's doing the classic like Dragon Ball thing where someone does a big attack and we think it hurt him, but then when it mm-hmm. dust settles, he's fine. Okay, it didn't affect him at all. <laughs> Stupid. It's that powerful. I think he's used to it. So, Why couldn't yeah, he, he just walk through then if it didn't really bother him? Well, it annoyed him. He wanted to choke <laughs> that eel to death. He just crushed his throat. So, yeah, he walks off on phase now. Uh, Goku and the others arrive at another, like, giant room. We see, like, a modern-looking battleship, Peter, that they say is a sub. It looks yeah. like a, just like a, like a, I don't know, it's just like a battleship. It has cannons and stuff. And it also is like a three-story, like, building. Goku says it looks like a, like a city inside of this cave. Um, we, like see them they're just like looking through all the stuff but then goku's like i sense somebody watching us and he's like it's not human and then in the background next we see something like jetting back and forth yep and what is it it's like eyes light up next time what is it it's a giant fucking robot with a skull face yeah and it's got like a skull and crossbones on its head and it only talks in pirate lines it says like and you know, walk the plank and stuff. And it tries to attack everybody with this giant sword. And they all dodge the like, sword attacks. And the episode ends with them just getting chased by this thing, dodging sword attacks. Uh, what Regarding this like pirate robot, this is the enemy they use in Dragon Ball games when they want to have a lot of them. You know what I'm talking about, Peter? Yeah, I was going to bring that up. That I didn't know what this thing was from, but you kill it. I think it's in like Legacy of Goku too. Mm-hmm. It's in all a the bunch. Games. Whenever there's a like, they need a bunch of stuff for you to fight. They're like no name characters. They use this guy. Yeah, quite a bit. Uh, Katie, what do you think of this pirate robot in the episode? I liked the pirate robot. I thought he was pretty cool, and I liked his uh, silly lines. You know, like shiver me timbers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So. I thought he's pretty cool. I liked this episode. I thought it was entertaining. Um, I like Blue a lot more than I've liked the other like leader villains of the Red Ribbon Army that we've seen. So uh, he doesn't he doesn't irritate me as much as the other ones. So I, I thought this was pretty good. You haven't you didn't like Red? <laughs> uh, I mean, I I have no strong opinions about Red. What about Silver? Yeah, Silver. I didn't really like. What about, what about Officer about Black? White? Officer Black, you know, he's probably the best one. <laughs> oh, man. Um, we kind of learned something more about Blue in this last episode we watched. But before we get there, before we get to the last two, did you get what kind of a man he was, Katie, yet? Are you, you wondering if I understood that he's a homosexual man? <laughs> yeah. I think it was very evident that he is an attempt at a stereotype of a homosexual man from the minute that he shows himself in the show. What gave it away? <laughs> I the mean, boogers, the roses. He's he's just so he's a classic. <laughs> ah, I forgot he put that guy to sleep. Though. Or the guy, guy put the guy to death for the boogers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that, that wolf man was like, I got a cup, two cups at home. It's like, I got to pay for it. We did this last episode. I forgot about it, Katie. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I it's very obvious just from the way he talks and, you know, 
like how obsessed he is with his appearance. He's he's a stereotype of of a homosexual man. Well, then you have to commend them for not giving him like a flamboyant voice. Oh. He does have a flamboyant voice. No, that's that's what's so incredibly obvious. That's no. the most obvious part. It's so it's so tame to what they could have made it. I totally disagree. I think it's incredibly stereotypical. I think the minute you hear him speak, you know what he's supposed to be. <laughs> Peter, what did you think of this episode? Or this episode? Uh, it was good. I didn't know he was gay, by the way. Um, what? 52? You didn't know that? No. Well, we'll talk about that in episode 52 recap, but okay. Oh, no, no, no. Like, that I knew then, but uh, I didn't know at this point. There's So there's some stuff about him, Katie, that... I'll do more research and tell you about in a couple weeks. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Peter. Sorry. Um, it was cool. I don't know. They. It was cool. It was cool. You know, it wasn't my favorite episode. Uh, I like to finally see what this fucking minion is from. It's like yeah, I saw I like that thing. That. I'm like, I know that from like. I tried to things. tell you last week, last time that we did this, that you would see him, but you didn't. You had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Nixon. Uh, yeah, it was it was good. Don't really have much else to say. Wow, you're yep. just a man of a million words. That's me. <laughs> so we on episode fifty-one called "Beware of Robot." Uh, aired in Japan February eighteenth, nineteen eighty-seven. Aired in America March thirteenth, two thousand two. Like the previous two episodes, Goku, Bulma, and Krillin are just, like, pounding around. But now they're dodging machine gun fire, Peter, from this robot. One of its arms is a machine gun, like Barrett. It's got a Barrett arm in one, and, and then a sword in the other. Man, like, he's not, like, holding a sword. It's like a sword stuck in his arm. Um, I thought he was holding the sword. I think it comes out of his wrist. I think he's holding it. I think it comes out of his wrist, like... He has, like, a wrist sword thingy. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. So Goku and Krillin are, like, try attacking this robot, but none of their, like, attacks have any effect. Uh, they try charging the robot together, and they're actually able to double-team it and land, like, a kick on it. This seems to, like, piss off the robot. <laughs> it moves Peter a little bit, and then it turns its head, and then it's, like, angry, kind of. It, like, charges in. Uh, they try to double team it again, and Krillin manages to break the sword. He, like, punches the base of it, mm-hmm. and Krillin takes a big punch in the f- to the face as a response to this. He did not like his sword getting broken, Nixon. Robots always no. get angry. Like, it's like when you beat, when you beat, when you're playing Mortal Kombat and you beat the guy, and then it's like, next round, it's like, they, they're pissed. Oh, no, the AI is mad. Or maybe so, that's just you reading into it. No, Mortal no, Kombat it always has, happens. Mortal Kombat is notorious fiction for having AI that scales way too hard. Um, so Bulma is like super impressed at this robot, and she's like, "Wow, this robot's like it's put together like real well." Uh, as like Goku and Krillin are like continuing to dodge this gunfire. Um, the robot at one point, Katie's shooting bullets at some at them, and it hits like some gasoline, which makes like Krillin and Goku explode out of it. I don't. Nixon, how do bullets make those explode? Uh, Doesn't make sense. 
There were fire bullets. Fire bullets? Ch- yeah, or the bullet hitting the gas made it explode. Mm, yeah. That doesn't, you have to create a spark. Yeah, there's a lot of metal in this place, you know? <laughs> metal on the barrel, I don't know. Alright, so Goku takes off running, and the robot follows him. He's like hovering above this water. He's not really flying, really. He's just like hovering just above the water. And he's like chasing Goku down. Goku's like on top of this like railing thing. And uh, he's running around full speed. And the robot's just like keeping up shooting at him. But Goku like tricks it into running into a wall, Peter. Yeah, that was a pretty good trick. And he gets like cartoon like stuck in the wall. And Goku's like, yeah, we did it. It's over. Beat this robot. Then the robot's like, uh-uh. He, like, reawakens and just goes back to try and shoot at Goku. And at this point, Krillin and Bulma just, like, run away, Katie. While Goku's, like, wearing this thing out, just running around. And their idea is to get on the ship's giant cannons and fire the cannon at the robot. And Peter, she gets it. She she aims and she shoots. Does she hit? Yeah, uh, she hits Goku. She hits nowhere near this fucking thing. She hits on a completely different level. What is that about? I think she was aiming for Goku. Like, when we see the crater, it's up on the second story where Goku is. The robot's on the ground, Nixon. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. To be fair, Krillin thought that they hit, too. (laughs) Yeah. They just hit... Like, Goku is like... He seems to be like it. He seems to be hurt. Like he's like on the ground, all dizzy looking. And the robot's like, "Oh shit!" They got a big gun, so he like charges Bulma and Krillin on the sub. And Goku's like, "Well, I guess I gotta go over there and save them." So he tries to hit the robot with the power pole, but it gets like caught and he gets chucked. Uh, Bulma drives an oil tanker, Peter, into the robot. It <laughs> knocks it into the water. What? Where was that oil tanker? I don't know. And then also, like the piece of the ceiling keeps like falling on Goku's head. <laughs> yeah. So the robots in the water, and they're like, "Wow, we we killed it, Katie. It's over. Robot's dead." Um, Goku is like, "Well, it's like I feel like I still feel like we're being watched." And just when they're about to like move on to the next room, the robot's tail, Peter, comes out the water and drags Goku into the water. Yeah, this thing never dies. No. Who would have thought to build a robot with a tail? It looks uh, like uh, the uh, yeah. alien from Aliens. It does. Um, so Nixon, theme in Dragon what, Ball. What is this robot's, what is this robot's uh, strategy here? Uh, its strategy is to annoy the living fuck out of the person who's having to watch this episode. No, what is his strategy against Goku? Drown him? Yeah, he's just gonna hold him down and drown him. Yeah, and Goku, not a bad plan. Goku, like, yeah. Goku's about to drown, but he like manages to rip the tail of the of the robot, and then he like swims back up to the surface. Uh, Goku jumps up on the railing again, and he looks super beat up, like one of, like most beat up we've ever seen him, Katie. Like, yeah, he really seemed like that. That took it out of him. And then yeah. it just gets worse. <laughs> yeah, so then, like, he's sitting on this ledge, Peter, and the ledge collapses, which makes Goku fall on his ass, and he's like, ah, oh. like, man, it's like when it rains, it pours over here. 
And then, like, Bone was like, are you okay? He's like, yeah. And then a fucking rock falls on his tail. Uh, yeah. And he's like, oh, fuck. He's like, that hurts a lot. And he's like, in super, in like a lot of pain. And then, like, a billion other rocks fall a on top of his head. A bunch of shit falls on him. Like, what the hell? Why has Goku got all this bad luck? He's Charlie Brown all of a sudden. Nixon, what's up with this? They need to incapacitate him so they can <laughs> pr- drag this thing out as long as humanly possible. So, the robot surfaces Katie, and he's after Krillin Bulma now. And they just run around this, like, dark room, and they, like, enter, like, what looks like a command center with a bunch of monitors, and they see, like, a silhouette of a man in a chair, Katie. Is there a man in that chair? Uh, there was once a man in that chair, uh, but Bulma throws something at the chair, and, like, it turns around, and they see that it is another dead pirate, and this little skull falls right off. He has, like, a knife in his chest. It's the sack scene from the Goonies. Yeah, he Somebody, was backstabbed. I think he was front stabbed. He was front stabbed. <laughs> He's sitting in a chair. <laughs> Somebody stabbed this guy in the back. So Bulma seems to think that she could turn this robot off with these computers, but she's like, it's just too old. It's running Windows 95, Peter. I can't. I don't know it's how to run this machine. Archaic. Yeah. So she's trying to do that, and we see, like, blue... Like he goes, he comes out of hiding because he's been observing them the whole time, and he just goes over and like looks at Goku because he thinks he's dead. But then like Goku starts to stir and he's like, "Oh shit!" Like this kid's tougher than we think. And uh, Bulma is unable to shut the robot down, Katie, before it breaks in the room. And immediately he's like, <laughs> he's like kind of like a drug dealer. He's like, "Destroy my stash!" And he starts like flaming all the evidence. Yeah. Is that what you do, Peter, when the cops come in? Uh, that's what it's set for. Yeah, just I all I feel explode. like you try to flush it. It doesn't just flood the basement. <laughs> I get, like, pounds of C4. <laughs> nah, it's like your grandma comes down there and says, like, What's all that? What's with all the water, Peter? Like, mm. I thought mm. the cops were coming. So, yeah, this robot also has a flamethrower weapon. And he, right when he's about to, like, burn Bulma and Krillin alive, Goku uses a power pole to, like, shoot up there. And Krillin and Bulma, Katie, use it like a fire pole. And they slide down it. And Goku's like, you guys go ahead. I'm going to attack it from above. So Goku gets on the roof of this building, Nixon. And he's waiting for the robot to come out on the bottom. And the robot finally does. And what does he do here, Nixon? He uh, goes straight through with a nom-like attack. And he just jumps down. And he hits like a super punch. Um, I would be afraid about the landing of this if I was him. I'd be afraid about punching metal if I was him. Eh, it don't it doesn't matter. So yeah, Katie, this robot's dead. It explodes. It just took Good. one like three-story dive punch. And the explosion causes this cave to, like, start to collapse. Hold on, my computer went black. There we go. Uh, it starts to... Computer... Computer. Cave starts to collapse. And Goku's like, oh, shit, we gotta get out of here. So Krillin and Bulma are ahead, and they they meet, like, a fork in the path. And Bulma's like, let's go to the right. And Krillin's like, hold on. 
And Nixon, he draws an arrow on the ground, so Goku will know which way to go. Yep. Yeah. And so they run off, and then Blue is like right behind him, and he comes up to the arrow. What's he do, Nixon? He erases it and turns it to the other, <laughs> yeah, the other what a, direction. This is what a, this is some like labyrinth <laughs> shit. <laughs> Dick. That's not, I like that part. Did you like that, Peter? Yeah, it was like yeah, you know, remember Katie? Like a labyrinth? Remember a labyrinth <laughs> yeah. in the movie? Remember I the labyrinth, remember, Katie? I do remember labyrinth. Yeah. It's like that. <laughs> it's like that. So eventually uh Blue runs off the same direction as Bulma and Krillin and he waits to see Goku. And Goku's like, Oh look, Krillin must have left his arrow here and he runs to the left, so he's going the wrong way. And on the right the hallway, Krillin and Bulma get to the end of the hallway, Katie, and there's just like a well. So then you're like, well, we gotta dive into it. So they strip down Katie in their underwear, and here you go. And here you go. Bulma's now wearing red underwear yep. that are she's like have no design. She's not wearing the same underwear. So she, she's wearing different Peter, underwear. She was wearing a bikini under the other underwear? Under, under her normal clothes, yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. Probably harder to like animate or draw like strawberry <laughs> yeah. underwear. Yeah. I emotion. think they just didn't want to do the strawberries, but then why wouldn't they at least just make the underwear blue, which they were previously? Yeah. Probably two different people work on the same scenes, yeah. like different scenes. The guy, the guy's like, I'm not doing that. They're like, you need to do it. You need, to, you need to draw those strawberries. It's like, it's like the guy who created like. Or it's like, it's like I imagine the animators in Dragon Ball Z, Nixon. They like were like praying for the Cell Saga not to start because yeah. they were like, "Oh my god, we got all the spots. We got uh, we got his new monster design. He's like, oh cool, let me see. He's like, oh my god, you're telling us we gotta animate this fucking thing. We're <laughs> like, please at least tell me like the other forms he loses the spots. I'm like, oh no, but, but that's like enough that they could just bullshit bullshit sell but when it's like something like the underwear it's probably like more annoying yeah so yeah katie they jump in and they don't even know how far of a swim it's gonna be they just jump in and they're like well i guess it'll have a like another spot where we can get air and blue catches up to them and he's like super pissed peter he's like ah i gotta get wet i don't want to get wet and then he's like he says he wishes he would have brought his bikini bottoms. He doesn't say speedos, Katie. He says bikini bottoms. So does he wear a woman's bikini? I mean, I don't know. Power to him. <laughs> and he—he he just said, like all he does is take his shirt off and he jumps in with his pants and boots. Doesn't he like, like check himself out? Yeah. Yeah. He does. Yeah, he does. yeah. He says like. What a perfect bod or something before he jumps into the water. <laughs> yeah. So he jumps in to follow Crow and I guess we say that he's they don't they still don't know that he's here. Goku doesn't know Crow and Bulma don't know. And the episode ends with Goku running off in the wrong direction. Katie, what'd you think of this one? I I liked it. It wasn't as good as the other ones, mostly because it was like just a lot of fighting the robot. But I did actually like the robot. I thought he was kind of cool and interesting. Uh, so it definitely wasn't the worst like fight episode. I just don't think it was as interesting as the other ones where more stuff was happening. Peter? 
I like this one. I like I like when they get in like weird battles with like weird opponents, and this robot is definitely a weird opponent. Yeah, um, he's not. So I did like that ass, and then we get Bulma in a bikini, so kind of win. <laughs> Peter's like uh, screenshot that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Katie, Peter, I feel like we're about to hear a Nixon rant here on this robot, so be prepared. I'm not gonna uh, do it that long. Nixon, it's my least favorite episode. <laughs> See, I knew by it. far, by I knew far, it. it's a repeat of that whatever his name was. Metelatron? Yeah, Metelatron. It's like the fucking thing never dies. I thought, oh, good. I want to see a fight between Metelatron and this. God, no. This thing would would whoop Metelatron. (laughs) I thought, oh, it's creative. Like, how are they going to fight? Oh, they hit it with the fucking oil tanker. Bulma's finally useful. It got rid of it. And then just like, it just keeps going. Keeps going the whole episode. They don't need to do it. It wasn't even interesting. Like, the interesting thing was at the beginning, and they should just cut it after Bulma finally, like, has some, like, adds something to the table, takes out the robot, and it could have just moved along, but no. She didn't She didn't even hack it. Let's like, just, I thought maybe she was going to do that to, like, stop it, but then... It she did an action movie move that. where it's like, wow, way to go, Bulma. She finally did something. Took out the robot, and then we're just going to keep hitting you on the head over and over and over again it's like it's a robot it doesn't stop just like the energizer bunny it even when you think it's done it just keeps going it's up the energizer bunny you brought that up during the fucking sponsored because it doesn't stop it doesn't it didn't the fucking rabbit doesn't stop it doesn't see the commercials it's like darth vader that darth vader commercial from the 90s with the rabbit I mean, it was obvious, though, that it was still alive after Bulma hit it with the vehicle. I mean, I you didn't it see it. You, you didn't see it, like, explode or, like, you know, fizzle it out or anything. It was, it was obvious. You're telling me you knew that it was still alive. waterproof, Nixon? And it's a total rip on fucking Gundam. I'm going to say that right now. Total rip. Pirate, pirate total robot. rip on Zaku's and Alien. You think the pirate robot wouldn't be waterproof? I don't think it could get fucking like two ton ass out of the uh, water. <laughs> it has ass. like hover boots. Yeah, it can fly. Yeah, it has the Zaku like gliding boots. But I don't care. Let's go to the next episode because I hated this episode. Wow. Like it was interesting until like it came, it was still alive in the water. That's when I was like, oh great, here we go again. So we go on to episode 52. The Pirate Treasure. Japanese air date February 25th, 1987. US air date March 14th, 2002. We start off with Goku running. He randomly trips Peter. And the trip gives him enough time to like notice how bad of the shape the cave is in. He's like, we gotta get out of here soon. This thing's collapsing. And Krona Bulma still swimming, Katie. They're holding their breath for a really long time. A very impressive amount of time. Yeah. Still unaware that General Blue is following them in the water. Uh, Goku is like, I'm running full fucking speed. I'm pretty fast. He's like, how am I not catching up to the others? And he like reaches into the hallway. And he's like, oh, what the fuck? And then a trap door falls. <laughs> trap door opens, Peter. And uh-huh. what does Goku land on? 
He lands on an octopus named Octopus. No, hold on, hold on. We don't. Oh, we just see him no. land on the octopus. Octopus. And then we cut away. Okay. Um. Oh no! Wait a minute. It does talk. You're right. Go ahead. Yeah. His name. His 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 name is Octopapa. Yeah. How does he talk? It is this. He talks like a thug. He what? talks. He talks like a '70s guy. Yeah. Like yeah. A 70s he's like pimp. He's a, that's, like a that's, mobster. He no, says, not he's, even close. He whenever, talks like a pimp. Whenever Goku lands on his head, the octopus looks up and he says his name is Octodaddy and he says, Groovy Baby. <laughs> what what monsters say that? That's like, yeah. a, that's like a pimp. That's, no. He just said. Yeah, yeah he's you a said, 70s pimp. You said mafia. You said no, gangster. I said mobster. Mobster. That's the same thing. That's not a pimp. Yeah, it's like a mob boss. No, mob boss is not that. <laughs> so not even close. We got this fucking talking octopus, but we we'll get more of it later because we cut to Bulma, who's running out of air. Finally, Katie, she's she can't swim anymore, but Krillin grabs her arm and pulls her along, and they finally get to the other side, where they see three treasure chests, like one shitty looking one, one like silver one, and one gold one, and we see a statue. And it like they get out of the water and it immediately throws a sword at them. The statue it has like moving eyes and it can throw swords. Uh, we see Blue like halfway surface. He's just checking out what's happening. And Nixon, we cut back to o- the octopus and Goku. And what's Octopapa doing here, Peter? He's being a jackass. <laughs> what's he trying to do? He's trying to eat Goku. Yeah, he's like trying to get his tentacles on him. So the pirates have this thing as like a. Trap? I guess. I guess. They captured it and like forced it down there. Goku thinks it's a spider, which pisses him off. He's like, "I'm not a spider. I'm like, not you, you have eight legs. That means you're a spider." <laughs> uh, he kind of raps at times, Peter. He like rhymes sometimes when he's talking. Yeah, he's smooth talking. Uh, we go back. <laughs> Goku's dodging these octopus hands. And we cut back to Bulma and Krillin still dodging swords. Krillin picks up one of the swords and starts swatting away the other ones. And then we immediately cut back to Goku. trying to kick. He tries to kick the octopus, Katie, but what happens? Um, Boing? I think he, he like, just yeah, bounces off him. It was kind of like a repeat of the... Well, the pink monster. He doesn't really bounce. He like sinks into his head, and then the octopus like takes in a bunch of air. Oh yeah, and, like, and then he like inflates his head to sh- yeah. to shoot him off. This is a lot like one of the first bosses in Super Mario Sunshine. Um, so Goku gets like shot off by this octopus, and he finally gets a hold of Goku. And his attack, Nixon, is he just smacks Goku around random walls. Yeah, that's his big attack. <laughs> um, we come back to Bulma and Krillin, and Krillin managed to throw the sword he was holding into the statue's face, which has stopped it from throwing swords. Uh, Krillin's like, well, we can get to treasure now, and Katie, which of the three treasure chests does he go after? He goes after the one right in the middle, which is the pretty gold one. Mm-hmm. And he pops it open, and then like a little sort of wooden puppet-looking pirate child pops out and starts <laughs> shooting him with a, an automatic weapon. 
Uh-huh. And and also like laughs at him robotically. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's a robot or a puppet or whatever, but shoots at him and uh, really really startles our friend Krillin. And it eventually like runs out of ammo, and Bulma comes from the side and like knocks it over. And she's like, "Krillin, you're lucky you're so short, or you would have been dead." <laughs> and Krillin's like, "I'm not fucking short, bitch." And he like gets upset with her, and uh, she said she says like. You're not only short, and she's like makes fun of him again or something like that. Or she's like, you're not only short, but you went after the fucking the luxurious looking uh, chest. You should go for the the dull looking one. And Krillin's like, well, if you're so smart, why don't you do that? So she does, Peter. And what does Krillin do when she opens the other chest? Doesn't he scare? Yeah, he starts making like machine gun noises with his yeah. mouth. <laughs> she thinks she's getting shot, and. uh... We cut back to the octopus telling Goku he's going to eat him. And Goku doesn't like that, so he throws this boulder Nixon in this, like, hole. Yep. And the octopus is like, that's not my mouth, you idiot. This is. Which is, like, a slimy, slimy mouth. I don't know. It's Katie, what's the other? On the underside. What's the hole in this? What was the other hole? I mean, it's like, it's like, um, what's her face? The, the pink Yoshi-looking thing. Or Birdo in... Yeah. Uh, you know, like, I don't know what that is. He just has a gaping hole. Like, maybe it's, like, similar to a nose. I'm not really sure. But their mouths are normally underneath their bodies. Like, like yeah, it's, like, under his leg area. Yeah. Like, where his butt would be. So, we uh, we see um, Krillin and Bowman, they open the treasure chest, and there is a, like, gold key in there. And they don't know, like, we don't know what it goes to. And then we cut back to Goku again, Peter. And Goku's like, before you eat me, I have something for you. What does Goku do? Is this where he gives him the... Has he already hit him with the rock? Well, yeah, he already ate the rock. Cause he thought, he's like, that's not my nose. There you go. <laughs> he hits it with a Kamehameha. Yeah, he's like, I have something for you. And then he just Kamehameha's the shit out of this fucking octopus. But then before we see what happens, we cut back to Krillin and the others, and they're still, they have, they're like wondering where the key goes, when then we cut, there's a lot of cuts here, Nixon, I'm just realizing that, and we cut back to Goku, who's now just eating the now cooked Octodad. (laughs) (laughs) This thing. That's his first instinct. He cooked this thing, Katie, with the Kamea. Yeah, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, like. It's never been established before that it would cook something. And with what kind of, like, I don't know, is it like radiation or something that he's cooking it with? No, is he it's gonna like get extreme, sick? It's extreme it's energy. Heat. Yeah. It's supposed to be like inner energy from your body. But this confirms that Goku eats talking animals. We knew that, I think. Didn't we already confirm that? No, it was never explicitly stated because all the animals he's like killed couldn't talk. Like that was the def- that was the separation. Um, he yeah, he's like oh, I've never ate octopus before. And then he eats it. He's like, oh, it tastes kind of like. Did he say? Did he say like kind of like chicken or something like that? Yeah, that's yeah. what he said. Um, so he's just chowing down, and we go back to Krillin and Bulma, and Blue makes himself known finally, Katie. He's like, you guys ain't gonna get shit. Or no, wait a minute. He, he, they, they find out where the key goes to first, and it goes into that dumb fucking sword throwing thing. Well, it's the, it's the 
Indian god is. Yeah, I know, but it's it's just. Yeah, what's the name of it? Shiva. It's the fucking Shira. It's Shiva. Shira, Shira from He Man. <laughs> no, Shiva <laughs> with a V. It's the multi-armed bitch, and it basically. I don't think of, anybody of Indian descent is gonna appreciate you. I don't care saying that. So we go. We had to suffer through Indian TikTok. They can suffer through that. Uh, yeah, we that's true. see they put the key in there and they turn it. And they find it like makes the statue throw up treasure cake. <laughs> That's what the key does. I mean, convenient. And uh, right when he sees that blue, finally makes himself known, and he's like, "That treasure belongs to Red Ribbon Army." And Bulma, Katie, is so turned on by General Blue, <laughs> she's like drooling, and she just goes and grabs his arm and starts licking him. <laughs> What the fuck, Katie? That's I don't know if she's harassment. supposed to be, like, licking him exactly. Her tongue is hanging out. I, I want to I'm believe that sure she was just, like, licking panting. his biceps. This is where and they got the definition for thirsty. And he is disgusted by her. He's like, get the fuck off of me. <laughs> and uh, Krillin, like, immediately steps up to him. And he's like, let's go, bitch. And they, they start fighting, and we don't really get to see it. We just see Goku eating the octopus, and we, we hear Krillin getting beat up. And uh, we cut, and Goku like goes to go swim over to where they're at. And we cut back to Krillin, who has like a bloody mouth, and Blue just seems to be beating the shit out of Krillin here, Peter. Yeah, I like that it doesn't show us. He's beating the shit out of him, so we don't yeah. get to like see how strong he is. It's just like, well, you know, Krillin. Krillin has a bloody nose, then this dude must be like not fucking around. So Krillin stripped down to his boxers when he was swimming, Katie. So mm-hmm. he's fighting his boxers, and Blue just like takes the opportunity to just keep saying he's fighting a guy in a diaper. <laughs> and uh, Blue also says he's like, man, he's like I've seen a Girl Scout who can put up a better fight than you. He's like, trust me, I should know. So does that mean that he <laughs> fought a Girl Scout? He's definitely killed a Girl Scout. <laughs> So, uh, Krillin charges in, and he actually lands a kick on Blue's face, and Blue is fucking freaked out, and he goes, you're a f- fucking murderer. He's like, because you killed my perfect looks. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't like Katie, that he got, like, a nosebleed now, and he, this is, like, the first time he's ever seen his own blood. And he does not like it. Uh, so... Blue is pissed off, and he uses a secret, uh, secret, secret technique, Nixon, which is what? Uh, I don't remember. His, like, pupils flash blue, and that, like, causes Krillin to be stuck in place. Oh, yeah. He can't move. Recurring so, power. Some kind of stasis attack. Yeah, so as, like, so as, like, Krillin is stuck here, like, Blue proceeds to beat the fuck out of Krillin. <laughs> he's like, using him as a punching bag. And, uh, Blue's like, well, he's like, I'm gonna kill you both before I leave. Or, I, like, I need to kill you both fast before this cave collapse. And, uh, Bulma, once again, Katie, tries to use her sex appeal to entice Blue. And she does, like, a little sexy, like. We get a Bulma ass jiggle. Yeah, she does a little ass jiggle. And she's like, look at me, I'm so sexy. And she's like, I, what do you think? Do you like it? And he's like, "What are you trying to give me nightmares?" Is what he says. <laughs> he wasn't gonna kill her. He's like, "You." He's like, "Now I'm gonna kill both of you." <laughs> after that, after that. Yeah. he's not impressed, Katie. 
Well, I mean, he is an adult and she is a child. So even if he were not supposed to be a homosexual man, it would still be a reasonable reaction. And yeah, what it doesn't Peter come said. off like that, though. It comes off like, ew, girls are icky. <laughs> and what Peter said, he's like, well, now I'm going to kill you after I kill him. Yeah. And Peter, how is he going to kill Krillin? Let's see. Um, he picks up a giant boulder. Oh yeah, he's gonna he's gonna fucking <laughs> just crush his head in with a rock. Ebola <laughs> is like, well, wait, wait, don't kill him. She's like, I'll give you the Dragon Balls if you spare us. And Blue's like, I don't make deals. He's like America. We don't make deals with terrorists. We don't make Nixon. deals with terrorists. <laughs> he's like, like I, the terrorist organization. He's like, I'll just take what I want. And. Uh, Goku makes a heroic entrance. He like shoots out of the water. Goku's pissed off that he's about to beat or he's beating up his friend. And then, like we learn, finally, or Goku learns finally that Blue is part of Red, the Red Ribbon Army, and that the Red Ribbon Army knows who Goku is and they've been following him. And the episode ends with them both in their fighting stances. Katie about to go at it. What'd you think of this episode? I liked this one. Um, I didn't like Bulma's extreme attempts to seduce him and then, like, doing a close-up on her ass and, like, that was just really cringe. It was... What? That was my favorite part. No, it was really cringe. Her She's ass a child. His, super her weird. Ass, her ass wasn't as fat as it was when Master Roshi was tiny. No, that yeah, was that, the fattest. Her, her ass looked good. huge in that. It was huge. And I do think that like his his whole I'm gay thing is just too over the top because I don't know. It, it, he easily, regardless of whether or not he liked women or men, he probably would have just been like, fuck off. I don't care. You know, to this kid who's trying to distract him. It doesn't. I don't know. It, it just was a little a little bit much for me. But overall, I thought the episode was entertaining. Uh and fun, and I, I did enjoy it. I liked the octopus. I thought that was pretty funny. Nixon? Uh, I thought it was on par with the first one, so I thought it was good. Um, Not as good as the third one? Third one can, like, <laughs> be erased from history. <laughs> wow. Uh, the main thing I was thinking through this whole episode is, like, the pirates must have really thought, you know, this is it. You know, we're not doing any more pirating. This is the last thing we're going to do. We're going to set up all this elaborate shit for someone to find our treasure. Maybe this is Libertalia. What? Libertalia. The, like, that's like the what they think was like a place, a city created by pirates where they all went. Hmm. Well, it was like clearly somebody like killed all of the other pirates and then set all this shit up to find their treasure. Hmm. Yeah. Like, because... Apparently they were smart too because they had modern ships and a robot. Yeah, and then could you imagine like, oh, we gotta go get some of the treasures so we can buy supplies, but then we gotta go all the way down to like the cave and then get fucking gold out of the one, or turn the key to get the jewels out of the statues so that we can go buy all this stuff. It's like, no, somebody set all this up. Hmm. Like a end game kind of thing. It's like, we're all dead. We're just going to set this up and die. Okay. Peter? Yeah. Uh, I like this episode. Um, what, do you, what do you think of General Blue? General, he's a cool guy. 
I like his stasis attack. That's pretty cool. I like the last episode more, but yeah. this one's yeah. a pretty good episode. Um, next week we're doing like a we're doing like a bleach thing, Nixon. Where at the finale of a fight here, we're gonna cut away to something else. Why don't we uh, wait till after the blue thing and then do the movie? Because no, we got because this we got is stuff like bleach. Going. Yeah, we got and next week I got a lot of stuff going on. So, but um, the movie is longer. No, it's not. Um, it's like forty-five minutes. So next week we're gonna be watching. Well, I guess together, we're gonna do like a commentary track for Curse of the Blood Rubies, which is the first Dragon Ball movie. Uh, it's not really canon, but if you're gonna fit it into canon, it would have happened, like, right before the first tournament. So, yeah. We're gonna do that. What do you think? Exciting, yeah. Uh, I'm not excited. Why? Dragon Ball Z movies are, like... They're not... It's not Dragon Ball Z. Whatever. They all are, like, not very, like... I don't really care about any of them. They're what? made. They're some of my favorite parts. Yeah, there are some great characters that come. At least the Z ones. Um, yeah, these movies are made particularly for the Japanese summer because it gets so hot. So people like to go to movie theaters to in the air conditioning. So they're like like they're usually like forty five minutes long. Uh, this first one will not have the voice cast we know and love. It'd be a weird dub. It's the like first dub they did with the company who had it before Funimation. So yeah, Katie, what do you think's gonna? You, you excited for this movie? I'm excited for the movie. I've Scott, never seen yeah. any Dragon Ball movie of any kind, so who Scott knows Yamcha what to expect? <laughs> Katie's got Yamcha in it. I do love Yamcha. And Poir. And Bulma. And Bulma and Goku. And Oolong. And Oolong. And then, I guess we should tell the other we're gonna The following week, we're going to do the second movie. <laughs> Why don't we skip that? Because Peter wants. Peter said this, he doesn't want to go back. If we're watching the movies, we're going to watch them in chronological order with the show. He, yeah, he doesn't want to go back. So we've already passed where these first two movies would be. Mm. So we have to go back now. Before we get too far, far ahead. So the second movie, we will watch... In two weeks, and that's the Sleeping Princess in the Devil's Castle. And then our fans will come get to see the conclusion of Goku versus Blue. Yeah, they had to wait. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> they had to wait three weeks. <laughs> that's terrible. It's not like they can't watch it. Yeah, but nobody wants to watch those. Uh, we were doing these regardless. We said that in the beginning of the show, Nixon. I don't remember. I don't remember yeah. saying that. We talked, movies we, are included. we talked about the movies in the beginning. And remember what the finale is of the first, the first series. No, it is a commentary track for or, uh, uh, Dragon Ball Evolution. Yep. No. Yes, yes it is. we no. we had this argument we already, already, already. About it. No. And you agreed to Katie. Did we not talk about this already? I I mean it sounds familiar, but we talked about it on like episode like. Five. I feel like I'm gonna be sick that week. No, because no. Dragon Ball Evolution no. tells the story of Dragon Ball. Yes, it does. It does not. It's not Dragon Ball Z. I'd rather watch Bleach. Or... <laughs> no. no, that's not part of the show. Nixon, Dragon 
Dragon Ball Evolution is a movie, you know? Yeah, I know it's a movie. Thanks for that brilliant. That's the only <laughs> full like live action, you know, theatrical movie of Dragon Ball we I have. I don't want to watch it ever again. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait for Katie to see <laughs> Yamcha so in that movie. <laughs> Yamcha's character is actually okay. His voice is good. But <laughs> it's Katie, so bad. Dragon Ball Evolution is something else. It ruined that guy's career. Um, well, it's I'm what caused to it. It's so bad that Toriyama, who was retired, Katie, came back and was like, I'm taking back control of this franchise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see what it's like. Uh, Alright. You gotta make it through all Dragon Ball first. We're almost halfway through. <sighs> let's just what was end, that? Let's just end the episode. Wow, Nixon's Nixon's not happy. So yes, no. next week, movie commentary. We'll probably talk about the movie, like stat, uh, stuff about it beforehand, and then talk about if we liked it afterwards. Then the following week, second why, movie. Why don't we just knock out both movies next week? I mean, we can. That's a long time. But we have to, we'll have to make them two different episodes because we're not commentary track can't be like it's skip the same, to, it'd be the same amount of time to, though. Yeah, but we have to make two different recordings i understand that but it's the same amount of time because each episode is like what 22 minutes no, so if we do it we like should do th- it on two different two different days okay we can't do it on thursday that's what i'm saying why not so. we can't do why can't we do thursday next week because ps5 ps5 thursday. comes oh out. my god that's <laughs> such a big deal that's so big like you can't take one hour of your schedule to do the recording I'm with him. I that would take two off hours. anytime. Fucking bullshit. Stupid Why do you PS5. think I scheduled this anyways? What? Why do you think I, I wanted to do this because of that anyways? Because the movies will be faster? Well, let's just do <laughs> one episode on Thursday and one on Friday. No, we're not doing one on Thursday. Why not? Because the PS5's on Thursday. <laughs> okay, anyway, let's cut to the finale. <laughs> Katie wants to outro the show. Go ahead, Katie. Thank you, everybody, so much for watching. I, I hope you enjoyed this PS5 commentary. Katie, there's no video listening. element to this. All right. Well, listening, regardless, <laughs> we will be back next week with a movie commentary. So I hope you enjoyed. On you can Thursday. follow me. Also, new consoles out next week. <laughs> you can follow me on week. Twitter. Xbox at Katie Gonski or on Twitch at Cursed Katie. I can't really pimp Extra Life because it'll be over by most of the time people hear this. So doesn't matter. Uh, Nobody's gonna watch anyway. Fuck off, Nixon. Uh, follow my stuff, Taylor W. Martin, Peter. Uh, you can follow me at Super Big Peter. Um, pretty much everywhere. Go rate his um. His OnlyFans. He needs to get higher on the leaderboards. Yep. <laughs> Try to make a career here. I don't know how that can happen when, like, every single person who looks at it goes blind after. Wow. <laughs> you don't get any uh, repeat business. Nixon redesigned his Twitch logo, but he I did. doesn't stream. So. Well, I'm going to stream, uh, what's it called? That one game. 
So what? stay tuned. No Man's the, Sky. The, yeah, that's what one. he's looking for. No Man's what? Land. Yeah, No Man's Land with Batman. After the earthquake okay. hit, no one knew what to do. Except take poo. Okay, um, that's it. I also Goodbye, demand a blood sacrifice. What? Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> just, just. <What>? <laughs> All right. See you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.